My name is Nigel Davis. I'm the former owner, owner and CEO of Grapevine Campus. This, this, is, this is Diversified, Diversified Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and I'm trying to have the raspy voice, um, but like the song says, let me clear my throat. <laughs> um, today's episode is going to be, I think, the first of its kind, because I have an entrepreneur who actually closed his business, and we don't talk enough about just how do you properly close a business, because a lot of you guys close businesses and you leave out, you know, you have taxes that you have to pay, and you're like, why am I jacked up five years later when the IRS catches you? So today's guest, Nigel Davis, is going to give us the game on how he started his business, you know, how it went, and also why and how he closed it. So Nigel, welcome to the show. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me, Kelvin. Oh, man, your, your story is, you know, it's it, it needed. So please tell the people, you know, about your formal business and you know give us some game on you know why you started it and how you started it and and so on okay so uh, a little background about me um i'm 24 turning 25 in a couple weeks and i recently graduated from the university of florida so i was majoring in computer science engineering going into my fourth year i was like okay i kind of want to start a business i feel like i have some skills that I've picked up and, you know, now could be the time I have all these smart people around me. Let's, you know, get into something. So we actually started this company called Grapevine Campus. Initially, it started off as a business to um, help college students get more information about what opportunities were available in terms of events, because for those who don't know, the University of Florida is a huge school, 50,000 um, students, undergrad and grad students. So there was just so much going on. And we wanted to make sure that college students could get the best college experience possible. And you can't do that if you're not aware of all the opportunities that are available to you. So the interesting thing about this was I had never built an app before. I was the you know CEO and technical person on the team. So it was a lot of learning, a lot of YouTube videos. Okay, how do I make this? You know, talking to students, seeing what they needed. And um, we were able to get the app up and running towards like, you know, September, October time period. And that was in 2019. So, you know, you can see coming up is when COVID hit. So that was around like March, 2020. So we had some momentum and then it kind of, you know, dwindled really quickly because um, what we were basing it around was events happening on campus and then everything kind of went virtual for college students. So that was a really big shift. Um, so we kind of regrouped and said, okay, how else can we help college students in this way that, um, okay, events aren't happening, but there are still needs. And one of the things that we came up with after talking with students was the need to connect and feel heard on a wide um, scale. So we kind of revamped the platform to be this community for um, especially minority students who may feel alienated or out of place at a predominantly white institution. How can you talk about the things that 
you know, really matter to you, whether that's I'm the only black person in my class or I'm the only woman in this physics lab. And I just, you know, need to not feel alone, especially during the pandemic. Um, people were very isolated and lonely. And that was one problem that we were trying to solve. So um, went forward with that, um, learned, like I said, this is my first like real business. So learned a lot of like legal stuff with dealing with contracts, brought an accountant on to handle all of that stuff. And I think, you know, going from a college student to actually managing, okay, talking with lawyers, you know, seeing the lawyer fees, like the hourly rate, understanding like, you know, what actually goes into that and how to finance and fund these operations and, um, you know, the the cost benefit analysis of a lot of stuff. After about two years, um, we decided to close the business down because the main reason for that was because when we initially came up with the idea, it was not really with a solidified monetization strategy or business plan. It was like, okay, we're going to build something and then people are going to love it. You know, you're very naive at that point this is your first thing. It's like, oh yeah, everybody's going to just like what we do. And it ended up in this place of instead of finding product market fit and saying, oh, there's thousands of people who already want this thing. Um, we're just going to make it for them. We were like, okay, we made this thing. Now we need to make thousands of people want it. And kind of going in that backwards way, we were pushing a boulder uphill basically um, for most of the time. So it just ended up where um, at a certain point, you kind of look at it and say, all right, I think this was a very good learning experience. I think we did get to help a number of students and a number of people. And as far as you know, experience that you can take into the next endeavor, it was really um, positive. And there's a lot, like we started from zero with no knowledge of business. Um, a lot of the people on the team were engineering majors. Nobody was like a business major and we were all college students as well. Um, so now going, into the next endeavor, whenever that will be with this experience of the business side of knowing, okay, I'm gonna have to pay to incorporate my LLC if I start with that. And then if you wanna make it an S Corp to raise capital from investors, um, that's gonna come with a price. Talking to lawyers for these contracts are gonna come with a price, getting the appropriate contract so that, you know, if you bring people onto the team, you know, like how the equity is gonna be split, the vesting periods, there's just so much you know, business conversation that, you know, I had no idea about going into it that I think is, you know, will put me and probably everyone on the team 10 steps ahead for whatever their next endeavor is. So um, that's kind of the business in a nutshell. Well, I want to uh, applaud you for putting something together like that, starting on your own, um, not running out. It doesn't seem that you went out and said, give me venture capital to solve all my problems. And I'll tell you, I, I did the same thing. So did uh, some of my uh, team members. They're like uh, brothers and sisters, especially those that were with me, like Rich. I see you, Rich boy, who were with me in college. And we put so many things together and we played our part. But then when we closed it, um, you know, then we just create something new. So once you do it once, you can do it 100 times. I want to applaud you because most people don't even have the courage to do it and start and put make themselves vulnerable but you know you have probably the bones of it still together so i encourage any venture capitalist that like um i'm a member of florida funders here in florida 
you know, their whole thing is tech play. So check out Florida Funders and, you know, see if you want to fill out the application. I, I'd really encourage you to do that because I see, you know, you're a, a dean's list honor roll guy when you're in college. I won't shout out your employer because they never responded to me when I lived in Seattle a year ago. Oh, man. <laughs> no response. So I'm not giving them any time. But I use them. I, I, you know, I love them. I've been on the campus. I just, I couldn't get um, a callback. So I guess entrepreneurship is just for me. Um, <laughs> but you know, you are, you are in in tech. So you know how to, you know, you're you're always gonna have a job. You're always gonna be able to create a business. What do you think the number one lesson you learned from creating, you know, your business? That's a great question. I think the number one lesson I learned, and this could be different for everyone, but the amount of emotional resilience that you need in a business is just so high because um, you really, and for me at least, like my identity was like attached to like the success or failure of this thing. When you're working for another company, it's not, you know, like your baby. It's like, you know, you're doing a job because they're paying you. This is a job that you're doing and nobody's paying you up front. Like, it's sweat equity and you're hoping that something pays off. But a lot of it is just to know that you're helping somebody or know that there's some impact. Um, so when, you know, there's the inevitable ups and downs of the business, when it goes through those downs, it can be difficult not like letting yourself get down in that and like, oh, the business didn't do well this quarter, so I'm not doing well or I'm not good. And like bouncing back from all the emotional highs and lows and even on the highs, like not getting too high and on the lows, not getting too lows because it's a marathon, not a sprint with any business and being able to get up day after day. I remember um, when I had first started, it was very difficult. I was like nervous about my phone ringing. I was like, oh, what is it going to be today? Like there's always going to be some, there's some problem that keeps happening. And it's like I didn't have the skills to really deal with them. So everything was like a big problem. But as I got further along, it's like, okay, I just know that's par for the course. And that means, you know, we're moving in the right direction if something is happening, if I'm getting no phone calls and it's like, okay, we may need to stir the pot a little bit and make some things happen. So just understanding that, you know, it is a marathon and that the emotions can get high and low, but it's not any reflection on, you know, who you are as a person. I think any entrepreneur if you, you know, sell cookies and people aren't buying your cookies, it can feel very personal. Like people don't like my cookies. My cookies are not good, things like that. Um, but it's all about matching the customer with the product that is for them. The product isn't going to be for everybody and you have to understand that as well. So I think that was my biggest lesson. Like don't take everything personally and kind of understand that you're looking for the long game of things um, and not, everything day to day, getting you up and down emotionally. Yes, and it makes me think like Mark Zuckerberg and the first thing he ever did, you know, um, does everyone even know about it? You know, and what is success? Because success really is just doing the work and you set yourself up to say, oh, I can do this while in college of all things. Now you work for a great company. So nobody can tell you, you don't have, you know, um, experience. Now, while doing the business, and you did it for, you know, a little over two years, what was a community give back 
that you were doing or that you had planned to do or maybe you still want to do in the future? I think um, I still want to do a lot, but most of it was just like things like this, telling my story, um, because I think there are a lot of younger entrepreneurs, even ones that I just know, like at the college that I went to, who are interested in getting started, but they're worried because there's this whole fear of failure with entrepreneurship, because, you know, the harder you try, the, you know, harder everything collapses if it's time to close. If you like, you know, do some entrepreneurial endeavor and nobody ever knows about it, nobody knows, you know, when it stops. So it's easy to tiptoe, but it's hard to really like open the door loudly. So just sharing my story and talking to people about, even when I was in it, um, there were a lot of individuals who knew me before the business and they're like, oh, can I talk to you about, you know, how you got started and just, sharing the information because I think as a community, especially with black entrepreneurs, like that's something that needs to happen. Sharing information saying, this is how I did it. And um, I had a person, Keenan Williams, he helped me a lot with that as well with, so I didn't have to make all the same mistakes that he made. Um, so I've been trying to help younger people who are interested in entrepreneurship and even older people, just anyone who wants insight say, okay, these are all the mistakes I made. I want you to start further than where I started. Um, so that's kind of a community give back. And um, talking to anybody in, I'd really like to talk to anybody in college who's interested in entrepreneurship, because I think that's the best time to do it. You have a lot of free time and you have a lot of like very smart individuals to your left and to your right who can also, you know, take their skill sets from, business and marketing. I think one of the challenges with the team that we had was everybody was kind of like had a similar skill set. Um, but reaching out to those people who may not be your best friend, but their acquaintances who you know, like are doing their own thing and um, doing very well and connecting all of those people, the network is a huge thing with entrepreneurship. So just having those conversations and um, giving and sharing my story, I think is a big thing that I want to do going forward. Well, if you like, you know, sharing your story, and I don't know if you are um, in the beautiful state of Florida, because being a newer Florida uh, resident, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really just, oh, yeah, Florida, everything's great. Even the crazy stuff, it's great. It's <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you're in the Seattle area, um, you know, and it maybe you go back and forth. I know some of you guys work virtually everywhere um, around the, the globe. Mm -hmm. Public speaking to, to do that and going to Toastmasters and getting your delivery perfected and getting then going to the NSA, I think could really be a, a big thing for you. And if you are in the Seattle area, all you have to do is let me know via LinkedIn and I will try to link you in because I was there for, you know, six years, maybe a little more with my family. And I am a nosy guy. I know a good amount of people. And for you to tell that story, there's organizations that will pay you to tell that story. There's other organizations you can volunteer to tell that story. And maybe you even find new talent to recruit because we know the youth. I mean, school to me was very boring because it's like, okay, we got this. Now let's go on to what can make the money or what's part of our purpose. What, where do you think education, whether it's college, high school, middle school, or elementary, should we start learning about entrepreneurship? Um, first, I want to say like, 
I definitely will get connected with you when I get to the Seattle area. And the public speaking thing is really big. Um, I did my first TED talk in April. It was kind of about the business, but kind of about like just, you know, what it's like to be your own boss and, you know, how you can do that. Um, so I'll send you the link if you want to check that out. But more opportunities would be really amazing. As far as education and when entrepreneurship should be taught, I think as early as possible because it's all around us. And I know that I grew up thinking that, you know, the businesses and everything that you see around had just always been there and you just snap your fingers and like, oh, there was always McDonald's and there was always Publix and there was always, you know, all of these things. And it's like, no, somebody had an idea and decided to go forward with that and start it because, you know, we're in elementary school, you understand what it's like to get a dollar and go buy some candy from the store, but you don't realize all of the entrepreneurs who had to, okay, I created, you know, this type of bubble gum, I'm going to go talk. And how do you get your bubble gum on the shelf at the convenience store? How did the convenience store get up there? Okay, they have to pay their bills every month. Obviously, you don't have to break it down in a super complex way for young kids. But just knowing like everything around you is a business, the band-aids that you use on your leg, like somebody created that the computer that you use, a company created that. So I think it's kind of doing individuals a disservice to not really talk to them about entrepreneurship earlier on because it seems like it's something that was already established. Other people did that, but I'm not doing that because everything's already done. The computer's already here. You know, the McDonald's is already created. There doesn't need to be another McDonald's. Um, but understanding that people are just innovating for the time that they're in. So, you know, a lot of people have the idea of like, oh, you wash cars, like you're an entrepreneur. If you, every Saturday you go find people's cars in the neighborhood, that's the way you make money. You mow lawns like you're an entrepreneur. And even talking about, you know, if you do things like that around your neighborhood, if you have a lemonade stand, that that is entrepreneurship and you are, you know, taking the elements and fundamentals of business into your own hands. Because the earlier that you start doing it, the the bigger your foundation is when you get older and now you have these skill sets to work with. Um, but I think just education on it. So people know like that it's even an option because a lot of people in my experience didn't even think that it was an option until they see somebody they knew know do it. And even in that case, they're like, oh, you know, I don't know that I can do that. And when you're in elementary school, you know, they tell you that the world is your oyster, you can do anything. So I think at that impressionable time is a good opportunity to, you know, expose kids to entrepreneurship. When you get, you know, older, conceptually, mentally, it feels like if I don't already know how to do this, then maybe I can't do this at this point. Um, so I think the earlier, the better. I love that that answer, and it, it, it's true, and, and you can do it at any age. I mean, all the entrepreneurs who started in their 40s, 50s, some in their 60s, you know, people always talk about Colonel Sanders. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to be able to correct folks. If you think maybe you stumbled upon the YouTube video of this, and you say, hold on, why is MK to BHD talking to Kellen? No, this is Nigel Davis. And he is telling us about his business. He's just rocking the MK to BHD hairstyle um, <laughs> today, because you know it's um it's it, but you, thank you for tuning in. And I throw that out there because there's folks like Marquise who you know us telling this story 
I mean, he's he's a top tech YouTuber, period, that people truly trust. Um, and, and I don't want to talk about the other guy because I have no problem with anyone. But MK could be HD really, you know, for me, it's like inspiring. And he started, you know, when he was in college being a semi-pro or professional uh, Frisbee thrower. So I, I love what you're doing. Do you plan on writing a book or starting a new business in the next year or two? Um, I The book idea was definitely in my head. And that's like kind of why I did the TED Talk initially to test some of the talking points that I wanted to uh, mention in the book. But I also feel like I've been in this very uh, short-term headspace where it's like, I need to get everything done now. And kind of coming off the business, it was a bit of like, like I said, an emotional roller coaster. So I may take some time. I don't know how much time that will be before starting the next uh, business endeavor. I feel like writing a book would be a less emotionally intensive endeavor than like jumping right into a business. I do have a couple ideas in my head, but I think I can let those simmer and kind of, um, I, I am making the transition to like, um, moving out to Seattle. So I'm in Florida right now. Um, so like, you know, balancing that, just trying to like get my groove again, because I was thinking this morning, um, for the past like two years, I haven't had really much free time because I've been like all free time has been on the business. Um, so trying to figure out, you know, things that I like for enjoyment so that, you know, when that next business opportunity does come, I know that if I'm getting too, you know, mentally locked in it, okay, these are the things that I can do. And these are the people that I can go to when I need to kind of take a step back and, you know, think about my mental health so that I can, you know, be ready for the next week or the next meeting um, with that business. Well, I want to thank you for sharing. And I want to thank Antonia Smith, aka Tony Smith from Palm Beach County for connecting us and getting this story and hope that it inspires people even to contact you and say, hey, tell me you got a course. Tell me you do some consulting. Guide me through this because I want to do something similar, but I don't have the know-how and I need someone who's done it. So let the people know, you know, where they can, you know, tap in, contact you and, you know, find out what's next with you. Yeah, I'd say the best way would be to email me, um, Nigel, letter E, and then Davis22 at gmail.com. Um, and then we can set up some time to talk. I've had a couple people like come to me for like consulting type things. And I really enjoy just helping bring ideas to life because I think everybody, you know, they have a vision or an idea that they want to run with. But for most people, it kind of stops at the idea phase because like, it could be a lot. I don't really know the breakdown of how it should go. I don't know the steps to take. So just being able to give somebody else that blueprint of, okay, these are the steps that you can take to get it from idea to product in the market, I think is, you know, just something that really fulfills me. So yeah, that's uh, the best way that they could reach out to me. You could also reach out to me on LinkedIn if you have one. Um, it's just my name. Uh, yeah. Well, you guys have been blessed by the game. If you do nothing else, please share this with someone. It will change their life. Are you tired of the violence? Tired of the injustice? 
police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America. Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. Diversifiedgame.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, a.k.a. the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mzungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifiedgame.com. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.